Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Ah, yes, it is the Permission Granted Podcast. Remember, go to anywhere podcasts are downloadable and check out the PGP Weekly. It's your behind-the-scenes cutting room floor Pull back the curtain, DA show podcast. This is Sean Mraz as DA is on vacation. Happy anniversary week to him. The first of like three anniversaries because he got married so many different times to the same woman in the same year. He's enjoying that. We got Brad Heller's wedding coming up. Apparently DA taking part in that as well. So our dessert coordinator, happy wedding week to him. So it's a fun, chop it up, different kind of week on the DA show. I am in all week with, you know, a different variety. You're going to get me solo a couple times, depending on when you listen to this. Ryan Hickey, who was with Andrew Bogus on Friday, he will join me. And to start the week, we are taping this on a Tuesday. Chris McMonagle from WFAN, longtime friend of mine, was great to get him involved. I knew knew that he was going to fit the DA show audience with his personality and the quirkiness of the show. I felt like this would be a good fit, and early returns from Twitter are it was a good fit. So joining us to recap his two days aboard the mothership is C-Mac at C-MacWFAN, where you can get him on Twitter. Chris, hello. Sean, what's going on, man? Thank you very much. So I'm glad everyone seemed to like it. I'm glad you thought it would work. I did think it would work. Yeah. I did think it would work. And I and I honestly, I credit management. I really do. I yeah. credit management here at our parent company, Odyssey, because the way it's worked and the way it's really been seamless with the DA show has been, all right, look, DA's off. He takes a lot of these summer Fridays. It's right. kind of a That's running bit on our show. He mm-hmm. loves taking the, the wraparound weekends. And Bogus and I know basically that every Friday it's going to be me and him left because, you know, it's some semblance of the show, so the show sounds sure. like the show. And like right. you learned, Trash Tuesday and Soundcheck yep. and Stun to a News. When you bring in guys that are unfamiliar with the show, sometimes it just it's not great for the audience because you want you want the show to sound the same. Gotcha. So this is the first time DA has actually taken a full week off, really in as long as I can remember, because he's so big on these three-day weekends. And inevitably, there are going to be these random Fridays because I'll take a week or two off during the summer, Bogus will as well, where it's either Bogus or me solo, or if we're both off, somebody is. So it's very, very rare you don't get some semblance of the show. I thought for sure when we found out that DA and Bogus were going to be off all week 
I was going to be doing all week solo. And management came to me and said, just like they did for Bogus last Friday, hey, give me some names of people around here. Let's try some something different. Who do you yeah. think would be a good fit on the DS show? You were the, one of the first guys that came to my mind. You said yes, came to the show, and now you have a taste of doing national radio on CBS Sports yeah. Radio and the DA show. So tell me your favorite bit on the DA show through those two days. Uh, well, today I had, a, I had a lot of fun doing Trash Tuesday. Chris McMonagle, you're in the two-hole. What do we got? All right, I'm going to trash a certain kind of person that I've been trashing my whole life. It goes back to my days of peewee football and having to weigh in before games. <laughs> I'm going to trash people who get on the scale with sneakers on. You cavalier bums. Who do you think you are? You clearly have no interest in what you really weigh. A, a pair of sneakers is at least a pound and a half. Nobody knows. It's like, oh, you need to you need to know how far 10 feet is. Oh, my foot's about a foot. And you just go outside and take 10 steps and think you've walked off 10 feet. You have no idea how much you weigh, nor do you care. Do you know what we real people who care about what we weigh and are on diets have to do? I cut my fingernails before I get on a scale. <laughs> I, I make sure I have nothing on, I have nothing on my body before I get on a scale. And you people are up there. Did you ever see it in the doctor's office? I know it's been a long time. Thankfully, anyone's been to a doctor's office. Office. But he used to get on those old scales. Oh. My father used to my father used to do it, drive me nuts. He'd get on the scale with his shoes on, and then they'd be there for five minutes trying to get it exactly right. You're wearing shoes! Who knows how much you weigh? <laughs> uh, I've been aching to yell about people who get on scales with sneakers for a long time, and you have finally given me the forum to do so. So that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Uh, we you played some game. We played some games. You know, getting to know McMonagle was fun. Yeah, with the ten questions, uh, that was a good inter- time. Interacting, you know, because now, you know, since we've, you know, the fan has changed its format. I very rarely, even doing shows on Saturday night, get to really communicate or have fun with any update person. Never in the same room. Getting to just you know chat with Erica and interacting with you know uh, the third person and that update person while she's giving news. I thought was fun, but I just think you know hanging out with you, like you said, we've been friends for a long time. We've worked together. Uh, on uh, CMB at WFAN, yep. so we spent a lot of time kind of, you know, half doing a show, just sitting in the room BSing. So I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. It was it was really everything I could have hoped for. I'm glad it's gotten some kind of positive reaction. You tell me, so I'm yeah, and of course look, I'm thrilled. We're, we're going to get the haters because everybody well, else. Of course, does, I have but, plenty of haters. But I thought it was something different. I thought, and I thought the audience, seemingly at least the ones vocally on social media, seemed to enjoy it. Now. You are somebody who, when I worked with you many, many years ago, before CBS Sports Radio launched, we worked a lot of nights together. Yeah. You have done afternoon drive running aboard for, I mean, Mike Francesa, for now yeah. Carton and Roberts. You have been all over the place. You were with me with CMB as well. So you've done a lot of local stuff at WFA in the afternoons. Yes. You really have never been a morning radio guy, but no. I have always thought your sense of humor plays in the morning. Mm-hmm. We heard James Graceffo, who's been producing for us, say he had to go home on Monday and nap for five right. hours from yeah. like or six hours from eleven to five, <laughs> which seems a little extreme and a that's, little during his trash seems Tuesday. A lot, yeah. How do you think your body and your mentality reacted? Do you, do you enjoy mornings? Do you think yeah. that's something you could do down the line? I'm feeling good right now. I'll tell you the truth. Getting out of here at ten o'clock and that being the end of the day sounds pretty right. pretty excellent. Uh, it is tough getting up in the morning uh, a little bit. You know, waking up at 2 a.m. for work is a bit is odd. Is that what time you woke up? 2 a.m.? Yeah, you got to understand. I, it takes me an hour and 25 minutes to get here. Um, but how long do you take to get ready in the morning? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. You know, do my hair, take a shower. It takes a little bit of time. So you live up by where DA lives. Yes. And I know, obviously, that's a little bit longer ride than I have. I, I full disclosure, wake up at 4 a.m. and I'm basically here and parked by 5. Right. No, I woke up at like 2.15 and I 
walked in the building like five minutes after four. That's tough. So I'm basically on two extra hours sleeping. Okay, right. so that would that could wear on me. Because but then, you, then you never really know the right time to go I, to bed. I went home yesterday. No one was home. Kids were at uh, daycare. Wife was running some errands, and I dozed off watching the Netflix documentary on the Malice in the Palace. Still haven't watched that. It was okay. pretty good. It was good. So I fell asleep during that. So maybe I slept for an hour there, and then I slept from maybe 10.30 to 2.15. But honestly, I'm feeling pretty good. Um... And I love the idea. Unfortunately, I have to go back to work, but I love the idea of getting out of here at ten o'clock. So I and I and I appreciate the sentiment. I thought I could, you know, we all have egos and we all think highly of ourselves. Otherwise, we wouldn't be attempting what we attempt to put ourselves sure. out there. Um, I think I I think the morning would fit me. I think I I like having fun. I like talking other things besides sports. I like um, riffing off uh, different people. I thought we had a lot of laughs today. We were I was. I haven't laughed working a show like that ever. So it was really, we had yeah. a couple of segments on Schwartz and <laughs> well, that's we nothing about new. kids, you know, seeing their parents naked. And I, I mean, I was crying laughing. So it was fun. I, yeah. We had a lot of fun laughs. So with that note, mm-hmm. look, let's face it. You know, our two cold open centered around Dak Prescott reason for concern with the yeah. multiple MRIs. And then the saints quarterback situation right now with Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill and both guys seemingly struggling. And, we feel like we have strong opens and talk about that. And then inevitably what happens with the DA show, and this is nothing new even when DA and me are here and Bogus sure. and company is, it'll be the goofy stuff that people go crazy for on this show. Right. And it seemed a little even more zany than usual, which is saying something with me and you. Mm-hmm. And of all these weird conversations we had, we talked about how I asked, you know, basically my daughter keeps walking into me in the shower. And at what point do we not want her burn the image of seeing, you know, daddy butt naked in the shower? Right. We had the guy who called in when we talked about the German horse coach at the Olympics punching the horse. And a guy said that he he literally fist fought a kangaroo on a tarmac in Australia. (laughs) We had that conversation. I, I mean, I, so much weirdness that went on. The breast milk stunned to a news. Yeah. What was your favorite wacky conversation from the last two days? Oh, uh, no question. The the kangaroo fight. I thought that was. <laughs> I mean, who would who would get off a plane that and then get? And I love the way he said it was like overrun by kangaroo. <laughs> You're right. In the middle of the right. night, you get off a plane in tarmac because you have to refuel, which right. is a, a situation. A propeller plot prop <laughs> yeah. plane is he's basically going all over Australia. Right, and he's he's had too many he's had too many to drink. They're they're you know crash landing practically to get some to get some fuel, and you get down there, and there's hundreds of kangaroo, and your first thought is to let me go see. My fourth grade science teacher told me that they box like real people. Let's go find out. And he goes punch a kangaroo to get into a fist fight. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was a clip that Kaplan had tweeted out and put out. Was that caller calling? I also liked the other guy yesterday who um, pretty much made it seem like you could do whatever you want physically or be perfectly healthy, and the difference will be two years. Uh, <laughs> MC? You had so much fun, I forgot about <laughs> yeah. that caller. He yeah. was the epic if fail If you live your life like Jack LaLanne and do right. everything right, you'll make it to 82. If you do whatever you want, and you'll enjoy life more, <laughs> and it'll only cost you two years. You'll live till 80. So if you miss this on the show from Monday, a caller called in, and he discussed the fact that why live healthy if in the end your salad or my cheeseburgers are only going to be the difference between living between 82 and 80. I'd rather lose the two years and eat well. Right. All right, Jared is in New Mexico. Jared, you're on the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. What's shaking? Good morning, good morning, Mraz. I'm with you, bro. Uh, healthy lifestyle. I don't know if you agree with this, but healthy lifestyle is overrated. I put time, energy, and effort into being healthy, and all I did was waste my time, money, and energy on being trying to be healthy. For what? So instead of living to be uh, 
uh, 80. I'm going to live to be 82. Big deal. You get two years back at the end of your life. I don't see any 82-year-olds doing anything that I want to do. I don't know, Jared. I don't know if it's an extended car warranty here. No, but what I'm saying is you get you don't get the time you don't suspend time from a healthy lifestyle. All you're doing you're going to live longer. Longer means instead of dying at 80, you're going to die at 82. Big deal. I don't see anybody 81 doing anything I remotely want to do. It's all I'm, so, so what I'm saying is all you're going to do all you're going to do is go on a bunch of guilt trips every week and spend money trying to look the part. Yeah. I'm saying eat it up. Have a good time. Take vacation. Save your money and enjoy life. Don't go. Don't 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 be subject to a poor return on the investment. You know, just eat what you want and don't make excuses well, about countertops. Bro. Own it. Own well, it. Just own it. I'm, I'm kind of invested in this call, Jared. So I don't want you to hang up. I yeah. now I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Jeff. How fat are you? I'm um, I'm 240 pounds. All I'm right. six foot one. Oh, I have 25. I average 25,000 steps a day. Everything functions, but I eat garbage all day. This well, let me is, ask you this, this though. You, you don't see a lot of 300-pound 75-year-olds. No, you just, you, don't, you don't see it. So we were all talking about 80 and 82. You might be off on the math yeah. there. Yeah, you might be a little off on the math. I'm at, Mar- I'm at the mall. I'm watching these girls walk by in no clothes. I don't even care. I see this guy walk by with a pizza. I can't take my eyes off of the pizza. I'm well, wondering where did he get the pizza. I want the pizza. I'm, I'm. That's just where I'm at. That's what makes me happy. I have a nice family. I work hard. I get to spend my money on things that make me happy, not on training videos, going to the gym, all that BS. Don't right. do it. Don't waste your time. Well, Jared, thanks for the call. That is one unbelievable <laughs> method, and I don't think it's exactly scientific. No. The difference actually could be 20 years in your right. life, <laughs> yeah. but he really, really wanted me to make me win. Now, I do have to say I thought about that call a lot on Monday afternoon when I went home. As you know, I'm trying to make the right dietary choices, and sure. I always seem to fail with that. The, the the thought process behind that kind of bothered me because the guy did admit to only being 240 pounds at like right. six foot one. Which, if you think about it, like, good for you that you're not overly fat. I can only imagine what kind of shape this guy could be in if he eats healthy. Right. But that is not the kind of slob we're talking about. So maybe for him, the difference really might be 82 to 80, maybe. Right. But you can't speak for every fat slob in America. No, if you have the metabolism to eat whatever you want, and I bet you that's maybe 20 pounds overweight. 15, 20 pounds overweight for him. If you go to, like, whatever, you know, scale that they have, that scientists have put out, or doctors have put out. But, yeah. No, maybe for someone who has that kind of metabolism that can live that way, okay, maybe it's only cost them a handful of years. But for, I don't want to speak for you, but for myself, if I go off the deep end, right, it's a major problem. And like I said before, you don't see many 300-pound 70-year-olds walking around. You don't. You don't. You don't. So you got to be, I got to figure something out <laughs> before dark. I get We got to piece something together. We're kind of like the Saints quarterback situation. You just right. got to figure out a way to survive and try to get to the wild card round. Right. Now, I did think one of the interesting things when we first found out you were going to be doing the show is we peel back the curtain here on PGP and kind of take you behind the scenes on our inner workings. That's you know, kind of the basis for this podcast. When I approached you about this, you have done so much local radio in New York and the host and obviously living on the station and growing on the station. Yeah. One of your main concerns was kind of like stepping outside your comfort zone. Like, yeah, every day you might break down that Yankee lineup. You're not necessarily going to do that on CBS Sports Radio. Right. And throw you right to the fire 
with a great August segment, Sounds of Saturday. Now, you love football as well as anything, but going now inner workings of individual teams mm-hmm. that maybe not necessarily we all know, which is ironically the point of the segment. Right. You know, we have so many gamblers out there that listen that may know nothing about North Carolina or Texas this year, and you're going to the right. play-by-play voices who are going to give you the field right. of the team going on. The ironic part of Sounds of Saturday is the point of the segment is we're going to get to know these teams and get a feel sure. of it. And you got to know them as well as we all do, but there had to be some nervousness for you. Okay, this is what we're going to do. I want to. I, right. I belong. We're going to do a, a North Carolina interview. We're going to do a Texas interview. Right. You came in really prepared. I got to be honest with you. North Carolina and do my prep work. I was prepared to do it all before I could even start that. You hit me with, "Hey, they got the Heisman Trophy candidate Say now." And I was like, "Look at Chris yeah. all over it." <laughs> how did you find the challenges in? All right, now I got to really get in the depths yeah. of college football, where yeah. that's not really something you talk about. It's in not. New York Radio. No, yeah, we don't talk even local college sports for the most part, let alone uh, North Carolina college sports. Um, yeah, it was it was something like when you told me we were doing that, I was like, okay. So I did some research. I looked into it. I do like the challenge of coming up because that's even more of a sports fan thing. That's almost like a. All right, here's a. Here's a how how what kind of broadcaster are you? It's not right. even so much like what kind of sports fan are you, how much college sports do you know? Like, all right, here's a subject you probably don't know much about. Can you figure out a way to have a ten minute interview, a fifteen minute interview, and not sound like an idiot? Right. And so uh yeah, I mean I found it challenging, I found it fun. Um I stressed over it a little bit, but honestly, like anything else, the minute I sat down in the chair with you and like the show started and I felt comfortable with you and as the show was going on, I'm like I'll figure it out. Like, we'll just, once I, you you start going, I feel a lot more comfortable. Like anything else, I'd never done it before. I have limited experience just even co-hosting, let alone doing mornings on national sports radio. Well, luckily is, I mean, as you mentioned, we sat next to each other in control rooms and had our own sports conversations while shows have been going on. So I knew sitting next to you would be comfortable. And really, once the show starts, I felt, uh, started, I felt a lot better about any kind of nerves with that. But yeah, no, it was fun. It was interesting. I read up on a little bit of, College football, it's something that if I do, you know, luckily get more of these shifts, it's something I'm going to try and focus more on and becoming a little bit more adept at possibly doing some more national work. I've been so focused on my Saturday shows. And, well, as you should be. Yeah. As you and should be. So, um, you know, I'm trying to do that. But at the same time, now this could be something, especially if, you know, me and you hit it off, if, if the powers that be decided that we sounded good together or whatever or just feel right. me comfortable doing things like that, and then I'm – it's the beginning process of getting more comfortable with that stuff, which is always good. And it's right. I love being out of my comfort zone. It's something everyone should do every once in a while. Right, and whether it's the holiday season or the summer. Never know. Right, we all know. It's just like any line of work. People take days off, and days off happen. And on the DA show, it was just it was nice to see the company try different things while days off seemed to double up. And whether it right. was Bogus and Hickey, me or you, me or Hickey, as DA's been off. Look, DA needs to use those days off. Sure, I need to use DA's days off. So it was just it was cool to see something new and have you there. Right. I will say... Before we wrap, funny note that the audience doesn't know about, and I, I have no problem saying this because it was just worth a laugh. We have one of our bosses comes in right as we finish the show yeah. on Tuesday <laughs> and goes, hey, guys, great job. I got a couple shift questions for you when we get back. And I got to be honest with you. My thought was, wow, was me and Chris that good that they're looking to, like, find other ways to pair us up and, right. you know, maybe try something. Maybe it's WFAN. They want to try us on a weekend or something like that. Yeah. We go back there, and, boy, it couldn't have been more of the opposite. <laughs> Basically, I was asked, hey, you definitely can't work a shift that I couldn't work already right. on Labor Day weekend. And it was basically just you getting extended by an hour in a shift you already had. Cut so, an hour. Yeah, or cut, or cut an hour. <laughs> we originally had you for five hours that night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it down to four. So okay. 
completely <laughs> the opposite. Here I am, shrunk back. I'm like, wow, me and Chris nailed this. Yeah, for look two at days. that. It was the second the show ended too. Right? We uh, we had barely turned off our mics. He was there saying, right? hey, I got some things for I'm you. I'm like, I got I program like, okay. directors calling them already saying they love the McMonagall and Mariah's yeah, DA yeah. show. Well, you know, maybe maybe I because I know DA's gonna be off a couple more days. I don't know if Bogus is off. Right, I'm right, like, maybe right. we're gonna pair it again for the DA show, something like that. Nope, nothing like that in case. I ended up walking out of there with the same amount of work I already have, and you ended up getting an hour less. So I don't know what kind of impression we actually left, but that was kind of the feel right. of what we had. All right, Chris, I know you actually have more work to do. I do. As you now continue your job at WFAN in New York mm-hmm. on uh, as we tape this on a Tuesday. Again, everybody can follow you at CMAC WFAN. I hope and I know that you enjoyed yourself, and I know the audience enjoyed I you. I really did. So we wanted to get into a little kind of post-game show here on the PGP. So thanks so much. And, of course, uh, man. Take care. I appreciate it. really do, man. And that enjoyed is, it. That is side A of the PGP. Side P, the PGP, and Mraz is here with you. We just had me and McMonagall on side A. I now have Pete Devati Bellotti on Hi. side B, and he is looking at me all ticked off now and disgusted by how I just started that PGP. Oh, that was hideous. Uh, but that's besides the point. Sean, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to see you, Pete. So just talked with C-Mac, a weird, different, uh, I guess, vibey couple days. You had Bogish and Ryan Hickey That's do right. the DA show on Friday as DA began his vacation, and now myself and Chris McMonagall have done a couple DA shows, and maybe by the time you're listening to this, you've heard me go solo and me host with Ryan Hickey as well. Mm-hmm. Different look, which I think is really cool. Me and McMonagall just tackled that a little bit with DA taking some time off. If if days overlap and it can't be me and Bogish here, it's cool to get something else involved, and, and no offense to some of the other hosts we've had fill in, but you know, Jody Mack maybe coughing a little time, leaving his betting <laughs> slips, and he's not really going to hit you with your sound check or your trash Tuesday. I think getting the audience involved, getting some different well, fun voices, has been a little fun. Right? Pete. You need you need the you need the fresh blood. You need a mix. Um, I, it's it's always good. It's, it's it's like with any like team. Right. You 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 need to have a farm system that has guys that can come up and 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 host well play or host right. in a pinch. Or in just to develop your 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 team, everyone's not going to be here forever. So right. you need guys that want to come up, that want to be a part of the of the mix and are talented, and we have a lot of them behind the scenes. And this is a great right. opportunity for guys like Chris McMonagall and Ryan Hickey to get their voices out there to be to be known. And and I I I'm applauding it. I think the last few days have been very good. I think they've been a, a different uh, sound to what we bring to the table. Well, and I think that's important, Pete. And Pete, you you have a pretty good ear for this because you're somebody who kind of takes on a little bit of that management mind when it comes to radio. And one thing that I will always, 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 and this isn't me brown-nosing here because he might be listening with the bourbon belt, mm-hmm. will be grateful to DA for is that he has been very awesome in helping nurturing my on-air career, even as I was solely just producing early on the overnights. He found different ways to use me and get, as we say, get me involved in the offense. And my career is, is, I mean, as shockingly to some grown, but, but he's been such a big proponent of that. And one thing he was hammering home before bosses were, was he would, you know, really wanted me to get that chance to fill in and, and host when we were back on middays and stuff like that and do that. So the show sounded like the show because right, obviously right. we're going to do sound check. We're going to do trash mm-hmm. Tuesday. Like I just talked about all the stuff with Chris. And I think you go beyond that when you've been out and I've been out on the producing side of things and, you know, Connor Green fills in and now we trained a Pat Boyle and we've had Sam Rubinoff get me Rubinoff. The 
depth of the roster, it's so obvious when a guy doesn't fit the show and when a guy does. And, you know, we've joked about the the ship problems we had right. those couple days where guys can – there's a lot thrown at you. Guys can handle it behind the scenes. Now you talk about that on the air to continue to get the show. And I think that we found a way – and, again, I didn't listen to all of what happened with Ryan Hickey and Bogus, but I heard good returns on that. Mm-hmm. Bogus, obviously, somebody works on the show, so he gets the show. Hickey seems to be a guy that had a lot of fun. I thought Chris McMonagle had a lot of fun. I think growing the depth of the DA show and having the show sound like the show, even if it's different voices, from technical and on air is so important, and I think we have been able to deliver that. Consistency is is a key with any show that's in a in, – especially in a day part – when you're going 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. locally, right? You want to have the consistency, and and for our show especially, it's a very unique blend. So you need guys and 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 girls, whoever whoever uh, wants to be a part of the show. You need right. And Erica Herskowitz has done well, a great job oh, on updates yeah. for us. Great you need, job. You need to have that person needs to fit, and I could tell right away. When we're working with a, a someone training on the board or someone that's coming in maybe to fill in as a host, I can tell right away when that person fits or doesn't fit. It's it's instant. It, it it's kind of like when when management reviews tapes, you really don't give them the whole four hours of a show. You give them a part of the show, and they a lot of times Eric Spitz would say this. Um, a former boss. Within 15 minutes, uh, you know, less than that, or less than that, you could tell right. You could tell pretty much within that time or less uh, if the person has it or doesn't. And and with this, with uh, the people that are coming in here, I could tell right away. Chris McMonagle fits with the show. Ryan Hickey fits with the show. Right. You could tell. And and, and there's gonna be guys that are gonna come in probably and, and they don't they don't fit. It's not saying that they do bad work. Right. It just doesn't blend with us. And and we have a unique blend that you need to find that those people, those diamonds in the rough a little closer than maybe an average show. Now with that, as fun as it's all been mixing and matching and doing all this, mm-hmm. the most fun we have is when we're all back together and football season comes and we have that ready to come on the DA show. Coming back on Monday, Monday through Thursday. We'll all be back. Oh, no, you're on vacation now, right? No, next week we're back. Oh, we're all back next week. Okay. So Monday through Thursday, and then DA will, I'm assuming, take that summer Friday off. We'll start to get that inkling back. DA, myself, Bogus, you, Kaplan, as we all kind of been, you know, mixing and matching vacation time. Then that weekend of Labor Day will come where we kind of reset it again. You're out. I think I'm out of day. Pete's out of uh, DA's out of day. We'll come back, and then it's football season again, and DA goes back to doing Sunday morning football, and we have all our our shows, which means DA's Tasty Top 5 comes back, which means Up the Gut comes back, which means we need to figure out some sort of new college football picking bet to come out with because our last two have been unbelievable successes, parlaying it into Winthrop having madness calls and March Madness drop calls, and then obviously me with the SATs the year before. All that fun stuff. I mean, geez, football season last year led us down a path that I had clam chowder dumped on my head. Football season sets the basis for some of the great stuff you guys all love as listeners about the DA show and some of that great harmony that we all have together, DA, myself, Bogus, Pete, Kaplan, where we have a blast. I love doing the show. I love when football season approaches. We are on the cusp of that, and that's when it gets really good, really fun, really juicy, as much as we're having fun now, Pete. So I will say this, as we look ahead, part of the fun of football season is something that you and I actually won't be on location for. It's DA and Bogus <laughs> going to freaking Boise. <laughs> I I could not go this time. It's been brought around, and I know that DA and Bogus really had fun at that expense. I know I'm going to have FOMO. I know 
you know, you having to basically take the brunt of always having to run the show back here. That stinks not being able to go on a trip like that. I do have to, you know, test your stress level a little bit. It's a full week out there where you got to run the controls back here and you know how remotes can go. Anything can happen. DA and Bogish out there. If my child happens to come on that week, which it's possible, which is why I'm not going, how chaotic do you think it'll be, and what will the people lot stress level well, be like? Well, the child will not come that week. I've, I've, I've told the child. You have? That the child cannot come through that Through seance? Week. What are we yeah, talking yes, about? Uh, uh, through osmosis. Right. I, I guess told. I could give my child a name. It's a daughter named Peyton. When okay. Peyton is born that week. That's a nice name. Thank you. That's a really nice name well, for a girl. Well, I have Eli, so I'm going to have Peyton and Eli. Yeah. Well, I, I look at it more as, as a nice ga- name for a girl. It is. Yeah. P-A-Y-T-O-N. <laughs> it's not going to be the P-E-Y. But, yeah, that is going to be my, my daughter's name. We have Taylor and Peyton and, obviously, Eli. Look, I, I, it will be stressful, but I've done this for a you decade know, and a I'm half. I'm not saying you won't be able to do the job. But I want to go inside the people out of mind. DA on remote, bogus on remote. There's Mraz. Oh, my goodness, I'm in the hospital. Are or, we going to get a, ah, come on, out of well, you? Well, if it's at, right out of the gate, maybe. Okay. But if it's like three days in, uh, usually usually with our remotes, it takes a couple, if we're a week or a couple days. The first day is usually the, the stressful one because you're getting the rhythm. Right. You're getting into the... Uh, what's the field going to be out there? What they're going to do? That right. type of thing. But once you get past that first day, I think you're it, it's it's kind of smooth sailing for the most part. But then there's times where lines go out. But you know right. what? The, what the pandemic has taught at least my myself is we could do any type of remote. Right. So we have any backup plans in our head. If something were to happen, Jeez, we engineered a whole Bob's Bar show without right. the actual engineers, engineers there. Yeah, we could pivot. So I, it's the stress level. If it was right in the beginning of the of the week, might be a little little tight, but uh, it's not that bad. I have no problem fully admitting this on the air and on microphone, and because there's no way of avoiding it, these guys are going to bring it up the whole week. They're there too. I am absolutely stewing and livid that I will not be in Boise and Bogus will be there instead of me. I'm happy <laughs> that Bogus gets to go out there and enjoy it, but I am stewing, Pete, because I. That place to me was so magical because I've made the joke. Sometimes I don't feel all that loved at home. <laughs> Sometimes, i got to be honest, in the studios, I don't feel all that loved in the studios. I feel like people get angry with me, frustrated me. We know DA does. Uh, we know me and you sometimes get butt heads. You know, everybody can turn an eye to me. And when I get home, I get yelled at. I can do all this. Boise was the one place I was truly loved. Well, that's... And, and I really wanted to go back there. And I hope that I will get back there one day. And knowing that it falls at the time, right around the time of my daughter being born. And by the way, it, of course, Boise isn't two hours past Cleveland. Because if it was, <laughs> maybe I'd have a better chance of going to getting <laughs> back <true>. home. <laughs> I'm going to have so much FOMO. Every picture I see, them walking on the blue turf, the tailgate that day at Oklahoma State. I'm going to be a nasty SOB because I'm going to be so ticked off that I'm not there. I, and i got to avoid being cranky and taking it out on look, those guys. I, I look at it this way. I think the Boise trip, I think that's special. It is. And I think... It's I, different than Radio Row. It's different than Radio Row. Everyone does Radio Row now. It, 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 the Boise trip, I always felt in my head that the whole crew should go. It'd be great. That, especially, maybe in the coming years, that's the case. But I always felt that, that the whole crew should go because the people in Boise really enjoy the product. Right. And... and to be there. But maybe and, now and, Bogus being the third person, they go, maybe that is something that grows it where we all get yeah, to go out there together. I, I just think that it's... It, it's Or even other affiliates now that right, might jump in. I know right. DA mentioned that. Yeah, that would... It that doesn't would, always have to be Boise. We love Boise, but wherever I you think, are. I think the success of the show is a very much a team effort, and something like that in Boise, I, 
uh, lately. I feel like it's more of a of a team that should be out there right. because because they enjoy all of us. They they, they want to meet oh. all of us, and so in in my in my heart. I, I feel right. what you're feeling. Yeah, you would feel you would feel the same it's way. It's the people. same thing. I, I, you're beloved out there. They're such good down to the earth people. And look, anybody who loves drinking and going to college football games and eating good steaks like I did there, and everywhere you go, you fall into a good potato meal. Of course. <laughs> and basically, well, and I, they said what I'm going to have hospital food is uh, <laughs> as I'm not getting any sleep. It's again. getting better. Hospital yeah. food's getting better. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. getting better. I mean, when Timmy oh. was born, we had a nice uh, couple of days. It's bad for me, Pete, because if my daughter is born that week, Danielle's going to sense a not happy vibe from me oh, because I'm going to no. be, this is going to be me on the phone. All right, let's feed the baby again. Up, oh, up, oh, there's Bogus eating another potato. Turn it off. It's going to be bad for me. Turn it off. I know me. I can't control me. My you, anger level's not going to be good. Here's what you do. It's you, not going to be a happy time for me. Them being a boys, you will not be a happy time for me off. having a kid. You got to turn it off. When, you, when you're in the baby mode, we're we're uh, not on the radar. Stewing. That's how it should be. It's not fair to my daughter, but that's I can't control myself. <laughs> I can't I'll control. tell you this: I had an idea for something to have send out there with with Bogish and Da. I have an idea. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to execute it by okay. the time they go. That has me intrigued. But I have a I have a couple of thoughts and. We'll All right, if it gets there, on. then we reveal it. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, you can follow Pete on Twitter. At Pete the Body. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CBS. Have a great rest of the week, everyone. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.